The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. It's been 25 years, a quarter of a century, since the first Harry Potter book was published by the British author J.K. Rowling. An entire generation of readers came of age with these novels, with Harry and his friends. Maybe, like me, you read them as a young person, or maybe you read them to your kids, or maybe you discovered, like many adults have, that these books are not just for kids, that these stories can delight and inspire and instruct even the most grown-up of grown-ups. Now, I'm guessing there is a good number of Harry Potter fans sitting in this church today, and if you are not among them, please forgive what I fear may be an extended metaphor. <laughs> Regardless, it may not be news to you that over the last 25 years, Christian theologians and preachers have taken a keen interest in these novels and their themes, finding residences with the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the place. Entire books and dissertations have been written about this, and undergraduate theology courses taught with a stack of Harry Potter books in one hand and the Bible in another. You do not have to look hard to find many of the fundamentals of the Christian faith within the pages of this series. Love and death, sacrifice and salvation, creation and sin, resurrection and grace, especially if you are a creative or a generous reader. If you're looking for a Christ figure, for example, many would point you to Harry Potter himself, who is seen in the novels as the chosen one in the fight to rid the wizarding world of the evil Lord Voldemort. Harry is indeed a savior, although an imperfect one, defeating the evil wizard at the conclusion of the series while remaining very much a typical teenage boy. But for me, at least, heroic as Harry is, he is not the only or even the principal Christ figure in the novels. Rather, I think it's his mother, Lily. Lily Potter, who, 11 years before the main events of the story, gave her own life to save her baby son, who put her very body between Voldemort and the baby Harry, thus conjuring up the deepest magic in any of the books, sacrificial love, which saves Harry's life and gives him protection and, in the end, victory over evil. It takes Harry many years to fully understand this, but early on, at the end of the first novel, his mentor, Professor Dumbledore, 
explains it to him like this. Your mother died to save you. If there is one thing Voldemort cannot understand, it is love. He didn't realize that love as powerful as your mother's for you leaves its own mark. Not a scar, no visible sign. To have been loved so deeply, even though the person who loved us is gone, will give us some protection forever. To understand Harry Potter, you must understand this mother's sacrificial love for her son. To understand the Christian faith, to understand the mysteries of God revealed to us in Jesus Christ, you must understand the sacrificial love of Jesus, the love of this man for all people on this cross. For the rest of Lent, Jesus' words in our gospel each Sunday come to us from his long road to the cross. From the final days of his ministry, as he walks the road to Jerusalem, where he will die on the cross. In today's gospel, he's warned not to go there, warned that the good news that he has proclaimed has upset the authorities, that they want to kill him. But he knows what he's doing, and he keeps going. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, he cries, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often I have desired to gather your children as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. Like a mother, God in Jesus has a love for us, God's children, a love that is so strong that no warning of danger can keep Jesus from traveling the road to Jerusalem. A love so strong that no threat of violence or death can keep him from his singular purpose, which is to reveal the depth of God's love for us, a love that is revealed in his body on the cross. Arms stretched out like a mother hen gathering her brood under the shelter of her wings. Like Lily Potter, this is a love that places itself squarely between us, the beloved children, and everything else, all the sin and evil and death that seeks to destroy us. Christ's love takes him to the cross, to the place of complete abandonment, to the place of doubt and darkness and pain, to our greatest fear, to my God, my God, 
Why have you forsaken me? And it is in that place, against all odds, where, like Voldemort, the devil finds that he is no match for this motherly love, for the love of God in Jesus Christ. It is in that place, on the cross, that death meets a love so strong that it cannot be extinguished, a love that rises from death into new and everlasting life, a love so profligate that we are given a share in that new life. We are given a victory over death so unexpected and so incredible that it makes Harry Potter's story seem more likely to be true. But friends, it's not too good to be true. It's far too good not to be true. All over the world right now, there are mothers who are fighting with the forces of evil for their beloved children. Mothers in Texas fighting for the rights and dignity and existence of their trans kids. Mothers in Ukraine fighting for their children to have a free land to live in. Mothers here in Indianapolis working multiple jobs so that their children can have food in the pantry and clothes for school. Jesus Christ is our mother, who on the cross fought for all of us. It is through his death that we are born, and in the glory of the resurrection share with him in everlasting life. Amen.